Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. The holidays are a time to feel and create joy. And what could be more joyous than the look on her face as she unwraps a stunning new jewelry piece from Blue Nile? How about getting 50% off your purchase? Blue Nile offers premium quality, priced below traditional retail. Their online experts are available 24-7 to answer any questions and make sure you've picked the perfect gift. For a limited time, you can get 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's 50% off at BlueNile.com. If you're a beginning podcaster or someone who just wants to make things easy on their journey, Spotify for Podcasts is the perfect platform for you. They allow you to record your podcast and edit it. Not only from your computer, but your phone as well. So you can do it on the go, wherever you are. You can make money from your podcast through ads provided by the platform or through subscriptions from your audience with no catch at all. They even take the liberty of distributing your podcast, not only to the Spotify platform, but every other podcast and platform as well. Just like that. All you have to do is record, edit, hit publish. And Spotify takes care of the rest. I use Spotify podcasters to start my journey. Bibbs used it to start his journey. We used it to start the Mavs Outsiders journey. And now you have the opportunity to use it to start your journey as well. To get started, all you have to do is download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. Hey, Reese. Bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna do tonight, man. Mavs outside this podcast. Y'all know what time it is. 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back yet again to the Mavs Outsiders Podcast. I am one half of your host, Mike Bivens, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my co-host, Maurice Williams, at Minder Reese, on all streaming, streaming platforms. What the fuck is wrong with me? On all social media platforms. See, I got it right now. Uh... We up to one. Might, I might be on some streaming platforms in the future. You never know. You yeah. feel me? You know what? You know what? You are on streaming platforms at Minor Reese Podcast. Hello. Facts. Facts. Big Corner Podcast. You can find that on your streaming platforms and whatnot. We in Utah now. We in Utah now. We they they saw us in Dallas, but we seeing them in Utah now. Big Purr. <laughs> Hey man, fuck these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> at least it's early. At least you know what? At least that's even the, worse. At least it's in the beginning of the podcast. You know where it's at. I ain't editing it. I'm not editing. We go at midnight, boys. <laughs> we fuck it. I don't care. Fuck it, man. We ain't even getting paid enough at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> they are wilding with this payment situation, but that's a whole other story. Can you hear my cat in the background? I just heard something. So you really big pearl over here, like <laughs> man. My cat is two years old. That's bigger pearl than Carl Anthony Towns' ass. Okay. How about yeah, it's, it's we, your we, cat? That that's how, huh? It's your cat. Yeah, I got two cats. Okay, uh, I ain't that's how insignificant. That's how insignificant Utah is. We sitting up here talking <laughs> about cats in the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> I don't like cats. Basketball I, versions or the or the first. I like cats, but right now my cat pissing me off, and I don't want to commit an act of domestic violence on this podcast. Damn, because I love animals. <laughs> if you throw it, it will land on its feet. I'm just putting that out there. Hey, look, when Shout I was a Peter. kid, when I was a kid, I was like maybe I was six or seven years old. I had a cat. His name was Pebbles. Cause I was obsessed with the Flintstones at the time. Can you hear that motherfucker? I heard something. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that was. <clears throat> a, a whine. It's crazy. Is so, it needing your attention? Like, what's going on? What it does is it whines outside my door. I open the door. Mm. It doesn't come in the room, and I shut the door in its face. That's why I don't like cats. It's annoying, bro. And it's a girl cat. <laughs> Go figure. So, <laughs> um, so I was like, dang, they say cats always land on their feet. So I threw my cat. Down the steps, dog. I was like six or seven, bro. So he landed on his feet, but I didn't realize. Like I didn't know how physics worked at the time. I didn't think the cat was gonna break his leg. So, oh you know, Jesus, I, I cried and everything. I was so upset. Like, uh, how did your mom react to this situation? She didn't react great to it. I was about to say, what happened to the cat? Like, <laughs> oh no, no, no. We kept, the, we still had the cat. We fixed right. his leg. You know, <clears throat> he had to go to the vet, pay a large sum of money, something like that. Yeah, we had, we did that. Then when we came home, we had some popsicle sticks and cast his leg up, and he was good Damn. for in a minute. So yeah, all right. Shout, shout out to Pebbles, rest in peace. R.I.P. The Pebbles. Rest um, peace. <clears throat> but we're not here to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> pebbles. We are here to talk about Pebbles, the Utah Jazz. 
no connotation. I, I'm sorry. I was about I to reach. say, I'm going to need you to finish that. <laughs> I reached with that one. Oh, my God. Andre Iguodala just dunked on Will Barton. He ain't supposed to be doing that no more. He not. Why are we so off track? Like, what is happening? Because who cares about the Utah Jazz? Look what we doing <laughs> to these dudes, man. You know what? This is your episode. Take the reins, bro. So, uh, I actually have a uh, a tweet um, from Optimus Bibbs. Oh, my God. Do not I'm, take the reins. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to read it. Uh, he said, two more, and then the Mormons can go knock on doors for the summer and complete their missions or whatever. MFFL for life. He, he said he's sending the Mormons off on their, their summer missions. You know um, what I, I I like the uh I like the ignorance from from Optimus Bibbs. He he's been acting totally different. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. He must been hanging around some some very black individuals. I'm just saying. No, because I heard what you were about to say, <laughs> and the the fact that that's what you substituted it with, I don't even know how to feel right now. But it's okay. Um. <clears throat> so we went out there and uh embarrassed the mormon i mean the uh, utah jazz dang i don't mean the the mean or religion or whatever um we went out there and embarrassed the utah jazz on their home court we have not beat the utah jazz in utah since 2016 until tonight you know there was a they showed I, did you watch the NBA TV broadcast or the Mavericks bar, broadcast? NBA TV. I don't have access to the. What? Wait, I do actually. Yeah, you do. What you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I, I so, stuck with you. I, I love Grant Hill and Spiro Adidas did their thing. Okay. Um, I had watched the Mavericks broadcast, and at one point, I think it was the third or fourth quarter. Wow, this dude's haircut in the audience is awful. Um, in the audience. Yeah. What are you? Are Denver, you watching the, the game? game. Yeah, oh, I said it, Donovan Mitchell. Colorado. So I said mm-hmm. Donovan Mitchell's the one on my screen, so I didn't know what you was looking at. Oh. <laughs> um, so, uh, they had showed highlights from the game when we beat Utah. And they were talking. They were like, you know, with all due respect to that team, this is a completely different team. No, duh. Why are we stating the obvious? <laughs> like, that was six years ago. <laughs> Who said that? Who you think? It was the M- Oh, you said the, never mind. All right. Yeah. Right. yeah. No, no comment. No comment. <laughs> I was after, about to say, NBA TV usually got good people. What you talking about? After Skin came on, we ain't going to do that to him, but not to Skin. Shout, shout out to Skin. Yeah, shout out to Skin, but, you know, we ain't going to do that to his boy, but, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was so obvious. <laughs> yeah. But this was this was a great win, man. This this had me, in the, in the beginning, like the first half and in the third quarter, like when we put up like that 20-point lead, it had me excited i was talking my shit yeah and then when they damn near blew the lead i was over this motherfucker shaking like a stripper boy <laughs> i ain't even gonna lie like i the tweets started slowing down for me like the tweets didn't start slowing like, down oh, for shit. me but the energy started changing in the tweets <laughs> i was like uh the, the utah jazz fans started following me after the go bear uh agenda <laughs> and so they got plenty of uh, uh, firepower. I just threw right at them to, to oh, talk their shit if they turn this game around. Oh, but that man. did not occur because Spencer Winwitting, Jalen Brunson, Bullock, Dwayne Finney Smith, all them boys came through. Maxi. Um, this was, and here's the thing like, <clears throat> I think a lot of people looked at the last game as potentially being a fluke. 
um, or even the first game. And I think, you know, in my head, I said, you know, the first game being as tight as it was, I think the Jazz looked at it as a fluke. Yeah. Last game, they came out with the same game plan and they lost. But I still think they thought it was a fluke because Brunson gave him 41 and he's never done that in his life. Right. I think they might be realizing it's not a fluke. They have to realize now that it's not a fluke. I'm even realizing now that it's not a fluke. Like that first game, I was like, all right, this, this was probably a fluke. I said it. I was like, you know, (laughs) you don't get these opportunities. You have to win this game. And we literally got the opportunity again, the next game in you, I mean, in Dallas. And now this was a like, yeah, this, excuse me, the score was close, but there was a weird period that, there. Yeah. We'll talk like, about this that. was a definitive win. Like this was one of those regular season Mavs wins where we're blowing the team out and the final score does not reflect of how we dominated this game. Yeah. We so, dominated this game. And it, it comes back to what we've been kind of talking about all season is that, that defensive identity, when your identity is defense, it's easy to repeat. And that's what we've been doing. We made them work for everything until that period where we didn't. We'll get to that later. But our defense, as long as we continue to rotate the way we do, as long as we continue to communicate and make them think and overthink and uh, work for every bucket, we're going to be competitive. Um, Our defense turned into offense plenty of times during this game. Whether it was pushing it up the court so they couldn't get the defense set or whatever the case might be. Yeah, uh, this it. We dominated for two and a half quarters, and for a quarter and a half, they had like a really nice run. But even towards the end of this game, you saw them kind of give it away. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is gonna Donovan Mitchell. He did yeah. it again. Like he will hit some. He hit some big time buckets to get them back into the game. Yeah. Yet when they got back into the game and the game was close and it was time to take it. He choked with bad possessions, chucking up shots. Even Mike Conley was doing it. I don't know. They must. Yeah. Have, they they were swapping energy at this point. Like, Somebody said they never would have predicted that Jordan Clarkson would be the one feeding Gobert when he was wide open. Yeah. Instead of those other two. Yeah. Um, but you know, like I said, Donovan Mitchell is going to give you a chance every game when you're the opposing team. <laughs> Um, and all we needed was a couple of Donovan Mitchell possessions to secure the game and Conley too. He got that one lucky step back over Maxie and then tried to do it again. It's like, yeah, he got greedy. Come on, son. Uh, you are still Mike Conley. Yeah. When I was watching it, I was like, I was, I tweeted it. I said, I was about to say, I don't know what year Mike Conley thinks this is, but then again, he's never done that. So what year could it possibly be? (laughs) He might thought he was back in Ohio state. I don't don't know. (laughs) Wasn't even doing it then. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 they're good. If we complete this, they're gonna blow it up. They have to. They're if gonna they blow don't, it. It's 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 awful management and ownership at this point. Um, Jalen Brunson just came on my screen, and I was reminded of Bounty Gate. Um, did you notice that the Jazz were throwing a lot of cheap shots early in the game? You just say you were reminded of Bounty Gate? Tonight's Bounty Gate. Oh, okay. I thought they, you they, were referring to my New Orleans. No, nah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to trigger you okay. like that. My bad. Yeah. Uh, they had a bounty on Brunson for sure. No, for sure. Like, Royce O'Neal got to see me. 
He literally ran from like another part of the court. Man, look. This is why I said we need, if we had, if we still had James Johnson, if we had P.J. Tucker, if we had Solomon Hill. Solomon Hill. Come on, man. Come on, man. Shout out to Salah. That was my dude. About, I don't we care. We talking about man. some real goons, man. We talking he about is some real goons. Salah Mizri ain't a goon. Hey, shout out to former Dallas Mavericks draft pick Sotman Singh. I'm gonna let that pronunciation go. Is that not how you pronounce his name? I don't think so. But go ahead. How you pronounce it then? Sotman. Ain't that what I said? I, don't, I thought you said Sotman. All right, Sotman. <laughs> Fuck tomato, tomato. Shout out to former Dallas Mavericks draft pick, Sot Sot Sing Big Sing, <laughs> Big Sing, Big Sing, who has recently Lizzo. debuted in AEW, aka All Elite Wrestling. So that's a nice that's career jump for him. Nice career jump for him. We out here shouting out Sotman <laughs> Sing instead of talking about. Man, fuck it. I, 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 I never say this shit, but the vibes are immaculate. Shut the up. vibes are immaculate. <laughs> if Jalen Brunson playing like that, I will gladly say the vibes are immaculate. This man took an elbow to his spine. I would have been out the whole game. This man took an elbow to the shit. spine, came back in, and gave this team buckets. Markeith Morris was out for three months. Well, Other well, shot like that. <laughs> well, if Jalen Brunson got hit by Nikola Jokic, that would have been a fatality. <laughs> like you would have had to clean him up off the floor. I mean, it looked bad. I'm not gonna lie. I thought his hip was messed up or something. Like I was genuinely worried. And when I saw that PR tweet, I initially thought it said that he would not be available for the rest of the game. So when I saw him on the court, I was like, huh? But um I really I went back to it and I saw that they said he would be available. I didn't see any signs of injury, except when he first came out, he looked like he was being a little deliberate, but by the end he was doing his thing, and yeah, especially um, in the fourth quarter, just folk locking in, focused, um, doing a lot of the stuff that he was doing in college that I hadn't seen him do as much on the NBA level. And I don't know what happened between game one and game two, but the level of confidence, the control, the poise, him getting to his spots whenever he wants, the the cockiness. He had one where he drove on him. Got the lay and then looked in the crowd for a minute. Like, that ain't how Jalen Brunson usually be acting. I ain't never, ever seen you act like this before, Jalen Brunson. But I'm here for it, Blue Fox. Let's get him. And you know what's funny? Last year before the playoffs, Jalen Brunson was on the Old Man in the Three podcast. Mm. And I remember this interview vividly. It's a really good interview. If y'all haven't heard it, go listen to it. Um, Jalen. said before the playoffs. Before the playoffs last year. Okay. And Jalen is talking, and he's talking about how he's excited to play in the playoffs. You know, he thrives off of it. That's his kind of atmosphere type of thing. And listening to him say that, I was excited to see him in the playoffs. Now, granted, we did not get to see him that year due to Rick Carlisle sitting his ass. Maybe rightfully so. I feel he should have got more of an opportunity than he did. It would have played him. But seeing him now... It's making sense because seeing him last game in this game, all I thought about was that interview. Like, man, this dude was not fucking joking. He thrives in the playoffs. He's <laughs> acting. He's not acting like himself. Like, he's talking shit. He's mean mugging. All that. I haven't seen this Jalen Brunson since Villanova. I have not. 
this dude, this man, look, if this can be the Jalen Brunson we get during the regular season, pay that man. Yeah, I do think it's another one of those turn the corner moments for a player. Yeah. Uh, the playoffs can do that to you. Now, granted, hopefully this is not a Bismack Biombo situation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's it could just, be that's the first it, person that popped in my mind. It could be because the Jazz, as we have established, are asset defense. So, like, could, let's it, not get into the next round. Not the Clippers. And, let's not get into the next round against Phoenix or New Orleans, and he's just, you know. All right, you're right. I'm a dollar back. Almost. I was. I was riding. I was sipping the Kool Aid, but now you made me turn. Put well, the nah, cup down. You know what? If we down. play in New Orleans, who won't defend him? <laughs> C.J. McCollum. Well, I guess Luca will be back by then. Yeah, so okay, Herb Jones is gonna get the Luca assignment. Jose Alvarado, like, yeah, cool. He cool for like some Twitter clips, but let's keep it a hundred. Like, <laughs> dude ain't really out. Come on, man. Let's. let's, let's keep I, it I ain't about to talk about Jose, man. Shout Jose out to Jose. Cool. Alvarado. Shout, shout out to Jose. The, shout out to Bag Chase Alvarado. But we ain't Grand Theft Alvarado. There you yeah. go. But we ain't about to sit here and play like he could defend the Jalen Brunson. But anyway. All right, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We, ain't, we, we don't do that on this podcast. No, uh, we don't do that. What else we got? So so we talked about Jalen Brunson. He had a 31-piece, five assists, one turnover. Uh, I got to find a tweet now because I just brought it up. Uh, there was another crazy Jalen Brunson stat that was dropped. Uh, let's see if I can find it. Here we go. Tim McMahon. <clears throat> Jalen Brunson has 72 points. And only one turnover in the last two games, putting him in some impressive company. And the list is uh, Michael Jordan, Carl Malone, Michael Red, LeBron James, Jamal Murray. 72 points or more with zero or one turnovers in two playoff games. Michael Red. That's Michael Red. Heard in a while. It's been a minute. I do. I think I remember that stretch, honestly. Um I really thought he was going to be something special. Anyway, uh, Jalen Brunson's getting it done. He's locked in. Like I said, he's poised. He's he's decisive. I'm not seeing a lot of the hesitation from him. Um, somebody made the comparison to Steve Nash when he does the thing where he drives inside and keeps his dribble. That's the key because a, a lot of time he will pick that dribble up, but he's keeping his dribble, finding guys, or getting the shot. Like that's If he's going to be Steve Nash, Brown Nash, Nash Browns. Stop it. Stop it! It's automatic. I can't turn it off. Uh, I want. I want to call him a name, but I'm afraid to say the word again. Just use your imagination. <laughs> There's some alliteration here, also. Say what? There's some alliteration in that that name, also. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we're gonna leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> but I like it. Like it rolls off the tongue nicely. It does. It um, does. Maybe I'll tweet it out. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man, I'm, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the ride so far. Um, <clears throat> the next, I do want to talk about a couple other people. So Dorian Finney-Smith and Reggie Bullock, on the offensive side, they're not doing anything special, but they're doing enough. Like, they haven't completely disappeared. 14 for Finney-Smith, 12 from Bullock. Uh, both shot 50% from the field. Uh, two for seven from three for Finney Smith, three for six from Bullock. Again, they're not lighting it up. They're not stepping it up. They're not scoring in the 20s, but they're hitting the shots when they matter. Spencer Dinwiddie had another rough start. His stat line, if you just box score watch, terrible. Six for 21, two for seven from three. He was throwing up some BS. He was six for seven from the free throw line, though. And 
at the end of the game, he hit some big shots, had some big lays in the third, fourth quarter when we were fighting for our motherfucking lives. Win winning was there. Finished with 20 points, five boards, six assists, and three steals. We're going to skip over Dwight Powell. Maxi off the bench, had 17 points. <clears throat> 17 points, three boards, two assists, six for seven from the field, four for five from three. He's got his swagger back. The ankle is healthy. The lift is there. The shots are splashing. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh, oh. I'm gonna let that happen. You ain't, seen, you ain't never seen that video? I don't think I have. Oh man, you ain't hip. I'm not. I'm old. You don't see the gray hairs. Man, the people know. The people know what video I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm sure some of them do. Davis Bertans, 15 points, two boards, four for seven. From the field, all were three-pointers. He also was three for three from the line. Now, I do have to talk about Davis Bertans in a negative light. During that third-quarter stretch when <clears throat> the Jazz went small, the secondary situation, which I didn't realize at the time, and I was questioning Kid for a second. I shouldn't have. I have no reason to do so. But Maxie and Dwight Powell were not on the court during that stretch. Bertans was the big and he was being hunted hunted and I do mean they had him in a wide open field with the scope on from like point blank range like he they were hunting the shit out of him and it was highly successful and in my head I said why can't we put Maxi in here Maxi would not be allowing this but Maxi had four fouls or five yeah, fouls even so him and Dwight both had foul issues. So kid had to ride it out and we got cooked and we gave the jazz life. But I think it later backfired on them in the fourth quarter when it was Maxi in there, when they tried to do that. And Maxi, like I said, is not Bertans and it was not effective. I think uh, Conley hit that one lucky three, but other than that, we were locking shit up. I, I won't get on them too much. You know, I will say, if there was an award for me to give away for this game, it would easily go to the Mavs bench. Like, <clears throat> if not for Maxi Kleber, Josh Green. I ain't even talk about Josh. Man, we ain't even get to Josh Green yet. Maxi Kleber, Josh Green, and Davis Bertans, we would not have won this game. We would not have had that big lead that we had. Like, the fact that Josh Green was not hesitating on his threes and hitting them. We, we talked about how big that could be if he hit his threes. Let me tell y'all something. I tweeted this. When Josh Green learns how to actually play basketball, it's going to get so scary. Because, like, dude is just out there playing off of instinct and athleticism. Mm -hmm. Like, when he really learns, and he learned, when he learns how to slow down in the half court, like the half court game, He's comfortable. He, move, he moves too fast. Mm -hmm. He's moving too fast. When he learns how to slow down, read defenses, pay attention to the defenses, he, he's decent at that now. Manipulate the defense? Yes. When he actually learns how to do those things, man, we got something nice. We got something special in our hands. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> it is, uh, we hit 18 threes tonight. 11 of them came from Maxie, Josh, and Davis. Uh, Josh had some great defensive plays, a couple big steals. 
Uh, he had some dimes. He was setting guys up. And that's where you see the instincts. Like when he was, when he had Gobert on him, he didn't want to pull up for the three. He said, nah, let me do this dribble handoff. Gobert is going to be sitting back. You got a clean look. And he was setting up Bertans for those threes. Like that's the type of stuff. It's not sexy. You're not going to see it in a highlight package necessarily, but that type of stuff, the, his wherewithal, his knowledge to know to do that. That's, that's the type of thing I like to see in him already. And like you said, when that other stuff starts to come around, that's when we're going to really unlock something special. I ain't seen strokes like this since Booty Talk Volume 3. I'm I'm scared. They were stroking that thing tonight. You feel me? Like Not Volume 3. Man, look. It, it was beautiful to watch. I thought the Maxi Kleber shit was a goddamn anomaly. Maybe he really is back. Looks healthy. The NBA playoffs is here. And a lot is on the line for a lot of teams. Get in on the first round action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. This week, new customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You win no matter what. All DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops with same game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. Maybe you want to bet that Dinwiddie's going to get 20. Maybe you want to bet that Dwight Powell's going to get smacked in the face five times. All right, they probably don't have that on DraftKings, but you know what I mean. Uh, Plus, each day of the first round, you get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same game parlay doesn't hit. So if you bet on Dwight Powell to get hit in the face five times and he doesn't, you still get $10. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game during the first round of playoffs and get $150 in free bets instantly. That's promo code TBPN. At DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So, I just want to get this shit off about Spencer Dinwiddie. Okay. (laughs) I'm not going to go as hard because of how he finished the game. He finished the game the way I wanted him to play for the last four quarters I was begging for it. He was aggressive near the end of the game, attacking the mismatches, realized that these guys cannot defend you, and acting accordingly, attacking the basket, getting to the line. That three that he hit is not a shot I would have wanted him to take, but he hit it, so it is what it is. But, you know, throughout most of the game, I know Jalen Brunson has really been scoring. You've been trying to set up the three-point shooters, but, bro, It's been so many opportunities where you drove to the basket and you either A, put up some bullshit, B, didn't take the layup when you should have, or three, dribbled in, dribbled out, passed out to somebody who wasn't even open. Like, bro, they're not collapsing on you because you're not aggressive at the basket. They know you're about to pass it out. Tell me why when Rudy Gobert is down there, you want to go down there and attack the basket. But when Eric Pascal is down there, you're being passive. 
All I'm asking for you to do is be aggressive. Be aggressive. Yes. Be aggressive. Be 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 aggressive. Yes. Look what happened. Like it doesn't have to just be Jalen Brunson. I know I'm upset because I know what he's capable of. That's why I'm upset. Like, and I don't even think he had a bad game per se. It's just I felt you could have done more. Yes, we walked away with the win. Yes, you stepped up in the fourth quarter. I greatly appreciate that. But, God damn it, I was nervous over here. And if you'd have probably been more <laughs> aggressive during, throughout the whole game, I probably wouldn't have to be. That's mm. all I'm saying. <clears throat> but with Luca possibly coming back Saturday, maybe he doesn't need to be. Should we talk about that? You just decided Luca was coming back? <clears throat> I mean, that's what the word is. I mean, they may not. I know. That's why they, I said, should they, we talk they, about it? They may, That's what I was kind of trying to say for like the end. So, okay. I mean, um, should, we should be at the end now. We, we, much we close, we close, we close. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one other thing I wanted to say. Well, no, you know, this is kind of Luca adjacent. So, you expect him to come back for the game four? Um, you know, since the beginning, I've been saying um, I'm expecting him to come back at game four. Because that's like a two-week mark at that point. It's like right. 13 days. That's the grade one recovery yeah. range. It sounds like what happened today is he was ready to come back today. But since he was ready, they decided to sit him out. Give you know, him a, we bought one, one game with that game to win. Yeah, because he was suited up. Like, he wasn't in street gear. They said like, he did everything. Yeah, like he was for the past two games. He wasn't in street gear. He was suited up. So, I would say... If we had lost this game, you definitely play him Saturday. Right. But the fact that we won, they can really go either way with it, and I'll be all right with it. Like, if they decide to sit him, get him that extra rest, I'm cool with it. If they decide to play him, then I'm going to assume he's really 100% and they have no worries. Yeah, no, definitely. Um. Also, Golden I, State just went up 3-0. Damn, that's tough. Um, was it like a photo finish? Or did they pull away at the end? 118 or 113. That's tough. That's tough. 118 uh, or 113, yeah. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm in full agreement. Uh, I do think, again, winning another game buys us another game to allow him to rest. Again, once he starts playing, that leg is not going to be healing anymore. Um so for it, I needed to be fully healed. It sounds like it's close, if not there, as of today. Like you said, they said he went through all the stuff. He didn't have any residual soreness afterward. That's a positive. Two more days of rest, two more days of treatment. I do think he'll probably be ready for Friday. Um, I don't know how his conditioning is since he hasn't been able to do as much for two weeks. And we saw he lost, I mean, he got out of shape in three weeks during the summer. Um <clears throat> so that'll be something to watch but if he comes back obviously i i think things get better I'm, there's some people that worry about like chemistry and stuff like that i'm not worried about that um i think if anything he's seen that he maybe could defer more to Jalen. yeah i think so too i think dimwitty could benefit from playing against the backups yep and I mean, Dinwiddie with the backups, feeding Josh Green and Maxie and Bertans 
and um, just controlling that second unit, not having to play. Let me look at the minutes because it was some crazy minutes going on in this game. Let me uh, pull it up real quick. The minutes, uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, 46 minutes and 48 seconds. Bullock, 44 and a half. Dinwiddie, 41. Brunson only played 35 probably because of the injury. Yeah. Dwight only played 13. I worried about that. Maxie played 22. Josh, 18. Davis, 14. Burke had four minutes. Sterling, Shannon Lombrevel had 25, point, 25 points. I there. think Dwight would benefit from Luka coming back as well. Dwight also becomes a factor if Luka comes Because back. no one has that chemistry with Dwight like Luka does. One thing I noticed during this game is that there was a stretch where we were relying heavily on just jacking up three-pointers because we couldn't get pressure on the rim. Yes. Uh, that's bad. Luca on the court, well, that's never a thing when Luca's on the court. Either yeah, he's gonna get yeah. to the rim. Maybe in a regular season, sometimes he's passive. In the playoffs, aggressiveness is never a problem for Luca. Right. Like either he's gonna put pressure on the rim, or he's gonna get Dwight Powell putting pressure on the rim. So that it's gonna we're gonna look almost completely different on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, as long as we continue to do the things we've been doing, I like Luca as. Luca's kind of been our paint print, paint presence in a lot of situations. Like he's the last line of defense at the rim that keeps guys from having layups a lot of the time. Um, he can't. He's usually not bullied in the inside when guys try to drive on him and stuff like that. So um, again, it changes our team. I think it makes us stronger. It makes those guys have to play less minutes, have less responsibility. It's only going to be positive. Um, I I'm going to say right now, I do expect him to play. Um, I do expect him to play Saturday. Now, what I'm afraid of is if he comes back and we, like, blow the series. If he comes back and we blow the series, whatever slander people want to deliver is warranted. Yeah. (laughs) It is is what it is. He's going to get destroyed, bro. But uh, I think, you know, this year I gave up on the Jazz. Um, Yeah, I don't see that happening, though. And they have given me no reason to believe that they're going to figure themselves out with these first three games. They had three games with no Luka Doncic to go up and and show that they are as talented. I mean, they're the same team that was the number one seed in the West last year, uh, pretty much, besides Joe Ingles getting old and then injured. Yeah, that made no sense, them trading. They traded Joe Ingles because he was injured, so they could But he was like their glue. Yeah, but... The person they traded for doesn't get minutes. Until he did tonight when they went small. I hold on. I'm talk- no, what you talking Who about? Who did they trade for? Shit. They traded for Nikhil Alexander Walker. They didn't they trade Nikhil? Oh no, they do have Nikhil still. Yeah. Eric Pascal um, signed in the offseason. Shit. Hold on. What am I doing? Oh. No, you're right. You're right. Um, but no, they traded Joe Ingles, and I think he was kind of their emotional leader, honestly. Yeah, he was. Is your camera on? No. I mean it's on. But okay, just coming. making sure I can let know that. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't I don't know what I just did. But yeah, the uh the idea of trading him, they kind of did the Ricky Rubio thing. And I wonder if it affected both teams the same way. Cause I think Ingles was the one keeping everybody together and whatnot. And not having him in that locker room hurts them in that regard. Because who's the leader? Mike Conley? I can't tell. Donovan, please. These Damn boys, sure Rudy. These boy, the the only dude on that team with some heart is Bojan and maybe Mike Conley. 
Yeah, but then again, Mike Conley was only talking shit when the game was getting close again. Well, no, <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. Mike Conley got some heart. Mike <laughs> Conley got some heart. Mike Conley and Bojan, that's it. Everybody else, Eric Pascal, bro. Like, you got into the... These were your first playoff points, bro. You got into the game, hit a three and one to start talking shit, saying, fuck these... Like, come on, bro. Watch your mouth. Like, show some respect to... And he's saying that to the to the Mormons. Play. Like, come on, son. Yeah, like, come on, bro. Like, <laughs> who side you on? Like, you a mixed company, brother. Like, what's up? <laughs> they, they, they saying the same thing to you. I'm about to say, they saying it right back. Like... <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what was I about to say? Shout out to shout out to the dads though, because they've been holding Bogdanovich back for us. But I appreciate that, quite honestly. Um, this is a third straight game where he barely gets any shots, even though he was shooting sixty six percent from the field. And had twenty plus. He was eight for twelve tonight. Finished with twenty four points. Donovan Mitchell got up his twenty one shots. That's actually a low amount for him. Um, <clears throat> only eleven bricks tonight, so he did not have more bricks than anybody else had attempts. Um. Fortunately, Conley decided to chuck some up tonight too. So, you know, quite quite honestly, I'm looking at it. They'll probably do more small ball in the next game. And I, I don't think it'll be successful at all. I don't think so either because... Especially yeah, if Luca's playing. You're going small ball, but also if Luca's playing, it's a, it's a wrap. They cannot do that. No, not at all. If Eric Pascal is down there with Luca. We might beat them boys by 30. Barbecue chicken. Come on, man. And, and shout out to Dorian Finney-Smith, too. I, I forgot to say. Shout out Because he had some putrid shots. Like, they were <laughs> awful. And he was open. And he would, one of them just hit all backboard. Like, missed the rim completely. Yeah. Like, and towards the end, he kept shooting. Knocked it down when it mattered. And he had a big putback dunk on one play too. Yeah, I um, yeah, I I just don't see a path for the Jazz to put it together. I, they have given me no reason to think they will. Again, I think they'll try the small ball, and they, it's fool's goal because the only reason it worked is because Davis Berton was forced to be in there, and he was easy to hunt. That's that's it. As long as he knocking down them threes on the other end. Hey, shout out to that that damn chase down block he had too. Oh yeah, he did have the chase down block. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought that up. Um, what else we got? What else we got? That's really it, man. I I'm excited for game four Saturday, four thirty. So it's an early game, four thirty Eastern, three thirty Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is at four thirty. I thought it was earlier than that, but you're right. So I'm gonna try. I'm gonna cut the grass in the morning. Probably try to go see a movie, get my sub, and then I should be good to settle in for the game. That should be perfect. I might go see the Northmen tomorrow. Oh, I'm definitely seeing the Northmen. I need I to saw, do a uh, review for that. Oh, damn. I saw everything everywhere yesterday. Okay. Um, I, I saw your tweet. It didn't seem like you was feeling it like other people was feeling. I don't think I was. Was it too weird? It was It was a bit too weird for me. Okay. It was a bit too... The, it, it, the hot dog hands made it too weird for me. I'm the like, hot dogs. That's the shit that was like... Like the hot dog hands and then the uh, the rocks. Like I was the like the rocks this... and 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 the dildo, the dildo was a lot. Dildos, the dildo chucks. It's like I, I when I was watching it, I was like, okay, this is this is a bit weird. But I'm like, okay, I expect this from a twenty four, but still, it's like this is a bit much. Um, I think it's gonna take a second viewing, okay, 
for me to really appreciate it. Like, I liked it. I just, just didn't love it like everyone else. You just had a lot of stuff coming at you. Yeah, it was and a lot of stuff. You had to take it all in. Yeah. I, I like, the that. movie, I felt the length of the movie. Like, that. Okay. I felt the length Pause. of it. Pause, yes. Pause. You just talking about that. Um, I, I felt, yeah. The, the movie felt, I, it's no way to word this. <laughs> it's no way to word this. Um, the movie ran for a long time. Yeah, the movie ran for a long The runtime was felt. You understand what I'm saying? So, gotcha. um, there was some confusing parts. Like, at first, I thought the whole multiverse thing was going to confuse me, but I caught on to it yeah. kind of quick. They explained um, it very well in a very quick amount of time. Yeah, I, I caught on to it very quick. Um, But the ending, like, near the end, when it's getting to the climax, I'm like, okay, what? what's really, like, the main purpose here? Like, okay. what, what's the message of the film? I think I missed that. Mm. So it's going to take another viewing, but I'll tell you this. It ain't going to happen in theaters. Uh, who has, I think, is it uh, is it Hulu that has the A24 contract? Okay, if, if Hulu has it, I'll gladly watch it at home. But I'm not see. sitting in another fucking theater to watch that movie. It's too long. I think it's Hulu. Let me double check. I'm going to check right now. There's a couple... A24 movies I know I liked that I believe I want to say it's Hulu. We're going to find out in like 10 seconds. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's Hulu. So yeah, it'll be on Hulu. Uh, movies have been coming to um, streaming services pretty quick lately. Like There's a couple movies I saw early in the year that are already on streaming and stuff. Oh man, it's two movies out right now I want to see. What's that? Um, I still didn't see X, but it's not showing at my theater anymore. I'm about to say it's probably not gonna be showing no more. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> um yeah, I, I definitely gotta see, see the Northman tomorrow. I mean def- Saturday. I wanna see the Northman, but I also wanna see the Nick Cage movie. Oh, uh what's is that Unbearable one on sh- weight of massive talent? Is that one on streaming at all or no? I'm not sure. But it's out now. Like came out the same time as the Northman. I didn't put it on my list. Let me I'm gonna check that now when we hear might as well. Um Secrets of Dumbledore. I'm definitely watching that. I'm probably not gonna watch it because I have not seen the first two. So. Yeah. What's today? April twenty second. Let me put my. I forgot to update my score on the bad guys is out. Yeah, my girlfriend went to see that earlier. Okay. Okay. She said she really loved it, which you know, I mean, cool. It looked interesting. Yeah. I I don't usually go to theaters for movies like that. Wait, is it's it like, on um Disney Plus? No, no, that's DreamWorks. You're right. Unbearable weight. Doesn't look like it's in on any streaming service. Um, shit, uh, I definitely can't do two movies tomorrow or Saturday. I might do. I've been doing Sunday movies lately. It could happen. I'll yeah, see I'll what the early um, movies are. If it's a movie real, er- if there's showings real early on Saturday, I'll probably go. And by the time I get out, the game will be on. So. They usually post the show times on Thursday, so you can probably check. All right, let me see. Um, but yeah, I definitely want to see the Northman. I'll probably try to do a review for it for Bibb's Corner. Um, might get Tyler on that. Let me know. I'll let you know if I see it tomorrow. Just to see. Earliest showing I can get to is twelve twenty on Saturday or Sunday. Damn. Jesus Christ! I hope this cat shuts the fuck up. 
It's two minutes, hours and sixteen minutes. Unbearable weight. How long is that? Hour forty-seven. Okay, but no early showings. Significantly better. Okay, there's a twelve thirty showing for unbearable weight on Saturday. So I may check that out. I could go tomorrow night. Ten twenty. I get out of there by midnight ish. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but uh, <laughs> I think we can go ahead and wrap this up. We can definitely wrap this up now. I don't remember what time we started recording. It had to be after twelve. So Long, we, should, we should over fifteen minutes. I, we're over fifteen. We should be under an hour though. Yeah. Um, and I'm not editing. So fuck it. Uh, <laughs> Y'all getting it raw. Yeah, there. I ain't Google mean up. like that. I my close this shit out. <laughs> uh, it's it's been a fun ride, people. I don't think any of us expected to be here. Uh, I mean, Optimus Bivs did, but I don't think anybody realistically expected to be here besides Optimus Bivs. Yeah, no one real either. Make that clear. Don't know what you mean by that, but um, it, it's been fun, people. Uh, we'll see what, if Luca plays in the next game. I'm feeling good about it. The playoffs as a whole, I I don't know who's gonna win it based on what's going on right now in the world. <sighs> Injuries, Devin Booker, Chris Middleton. Uh, will Ben Simmons come back? You know, it's, it's wild out here in these streets. So day by day, step by step, game by game. We'll see what happens. Until next time, peace. Royce O'Neal, eat a dick.